Hello, you're listening to the Slow American English Podcast with Colleen. The goal of this podcast is to entertain you while boosting your English vocabulary. I will talk about a variety of topics, so sit back, relax, and thanks for listening. Hey guys! Welcome back to the Slow American English Podcast. Today's topic is Stephen King. Stephen King is my absolute favorite author. He has the most creative mind and a real gift for storytelling. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, I have a bucket list. One of the things on my list is to read every Stephen King novel. He has written more than 60 novels, and I've already read 25 of them. I'm currently reading The Talesman, which he co-wrote with Peter Straub in 1984. Stephen King was born in 1947 in Portland, Maine, U.S. His parents separated when he was just two years old, so he was raised by his single mother. He moved around a lot since his mother struggled financially, but ended up back in Maine for most of his life. One thing I find really interesting is that apparently, as a child, Stephen witnessed one of his friends being struck and killed by a train but he has no memory of this event. His family told him that after leaving home to play with the boy, Stephen returned speechless and in shock. Only later did the family learn of his friend's death. Some people speculate that this event has psychologically influenced the horror aspect of Stephen's writing. Stephen did some writing for fun as a teenager and actually had some short stories published in magazines. He continued writing short stories and columns as a young adult and sold his first professional short story called The Glass Floor in 1967. He met his wife Tabitha in college and they were married in 1971. Stephen continued to write and sell short stories to magazines while working as a teacher after college. But in 1973, everything changed. Stephen had already written three novels at this point, 
but none of them had been published. He started writing a short story intended for Cavalier magazine, but after writing the first few pages, he thought the story was total crap and threw the pages in the trash can. His wife, Tabitha, pulled the pages from the garbage and read them. She believed in the story so completely that she convinced Stephen to keep going with it, and he did. He has been quoted as saying that he only kept writing this story because he was out of ideas. He thought the story was a total loser. He ended up expanding the short story into a novel and called it Carrie. This was Stephen's first published novel and the start to his incredible writing career. So thank goodness his wife Tabitha read the story and encouraged him to keep going with it. From this point on, Stephen had major success with his writing. Many of his novels and short stories have been turned into Hollywood movies, such as The Shining, Misery, Stand By Me, It, and The Shawshank Redemption. Stephen has won many awards for his writing, including Bram Stoker Awards, World Fantasy Awards, and British Fantasy Society Awards. In 2003, he was awarded the Medal for Distinguished Contribution to American Letters. In 2004, he received the World Fantasy Award for Life Achievement. And in 2007, he received the Grand Master Award from the Mystery Writers of America. In 2015, he received the National Medal of Arts for his contribution to literature. He has now been described as the king of horror. Even though his novels are classified as horror novels, I really don't see them that way. Yes, there are a lot of scary things in his books, but the thing I love about his writing is his storytelling. He has a way of weaving together a lot of different things happening at once. I have only read one Stephen King book that I didn't like. It's called Revival. I didn't like it because of the subject matter, not the writing. As always, the writing was perfection. 
Some of his most popular novels are The Shining, Misery, The Stand, Salem's Lot, and It. I think my favorite book by him is Misery. I love the Annie Wilkes character he created. She is terrifying and sad and crazy and smart, all rolled into one and totally believable. When asked why he writes, Stephen responds, the answer to that is fairly simple. There was nothing else I was made to do. I was made to write, and I love to write stories. That's why I do it. I really can't imagine doing anything else. And thank God that Stephen followed his calling. His books continue to top bestseller lists, and I'm excited to read every new book he writes. Not only is Stephen an amazing writer, but he's also a good human being. He has a foundation that grants over $2.8 million per year. He also personally donates $4 million per year to libraries, local fire departments, schools, and other organizations that help support the arts. Stephen gave a commencement speech to the graduating class of 2001 at Vassar College. I'll read you a small part of that speech now. Of all the power which will shortly come into your hands, the greatest is undoubtedly the power of compassion, the ability to give. We have enormous resources in this country. Resources you yourselves will soon command but they are only yours on loan. Only yours to give for a short while. You'll die broke. In the end, it's the blink of an eye. I came here to talk about charity, and I want you to think about it on a large scale. Should you give away what you have? Of course you should. I want you to consider making your lives one long gift to others. And why not? All you have is on loan anyway. You can't take it with you when you die. Giving isn't about the receiver or the gift, but the giver. It's for the giver. One doesn't open one's wallet to improve the world, although it's nice when that happens. One does it to improve oneself. I give because it's the only concrete way I have of saying that I'm glad to be alive 
and that I can earn my daily bread doing what I love. I hope that you will be similarly grateful to be alive and that you will also be glad to do whatever it is you wind up doing. Giving is a way of taking the focus off the money we make and putting it back where it belongs, on the lives we lead, the families we raise, and the communities which nurture us. Right now, we have the power to do great good for others and for ourselves. So I ask you to begin the next great phase of your life by giving and to continue as you begin. I think you'll find in the end that you got far more than you ever had and you did more good than you ever dreamed. So yeah, what more can I say? I really hope Stephen King lives to be 150 years old and continues to write books that entire time. If you have never read one of his books, I would maybe suggest starting with a couple of his novellas or short stories. Some great ones are The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon. This is about a girl who gets lost while hiking the Appalachian Trail with her family. Or another one is The Long Walk. This is about an annual contest where 100 boys are selected to compete. You have to maintain a steady walking pace of four miles per hour without stopping. The winner gets whatever he wants for the rest of his life. But if you get three warnings, you're out permanently. Or another one is Elevation. This one is about a guy who steadily loses weight, even though he doesn't look any different. He weighs the same in his clothes or out of his clothes, no matter how heavy they are. So all three of these are great short books to start with. I guarantee you won't be able to put the books down. If you're already a Stephen King fan and have read some of his books, I would love to hear which ones are your favorites. So that's it for today. Happy reading and... I'll see you next time. Hey, it's Colleen. If you would like to give any feedback regarding the episode you just heard or any suggestions for future episodes, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at slow 
AmericanEnglish at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at SlowAmericanEnglish. If you enjoy what you hear, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for listening.